What's up, y'all? My name is Sean, host of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Recently, I was on Insta Live with rapper Wavy Wild Boy. This New York recording artist hit it big in 2019 with Still Chasing Dreams. So I was super stoked to chat with him, see what's going on with his future, and much more. So here it is, my interview with Wavy Wild Boy. Alright, joining me now, out of New York, Wavy Wild Boy, what's good? What's going on, man? What's going on, Sean? Hey, I appreciate you doing this. Appreciate you for having me on, honestly. Yeah, so talk about talk about your journey, man. Well, um, I want to say my journey, big journey for the Wavy Boys, Wavy Wild Boy himself, myself. Um, it all started right here. There you go. Still Chasing Dreams right there. That album definitely put my name on the map. It's got a lot of awesome songs with features from the artists like Spartacus, Remy Hendrix, Rachel Hendrix, uh, Rude, uh, great great names on the tape, and um, it was it was mainly like an 845 kind of like shout out, like, yo, look, this is, this is what the 845 has to bring to the table. Right. And, and just check us out a little bit. Um, it definitely was a highlight in a lot of the artists' careers due to the fact that we had the album, um, the unreleased party in Brooklyn at the uh, Paper Box, which we, so we almost sold out. We're currently working on the next album right now. Um, I've been I've been leaking little dates and whatnot like that. You know, there was a little miss up, mishaps. Shit happens, you know, man. We got, we got everything all situated in the album release date is uh, April twenty fourth, and uh, this 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 album's gonna be different. It's called the Goat. Okay. Um, I am the Goat. I feel like um, in every which way. You know, the Goat means the greatest of all time. So in every which way, I feel like I am great. I can sing. I can rap. I can I can mentor, you know. I can I can ghostwrite. I can do whatever I want, honestly, in this in this music world. And a lot of these independent artists, we don't realize, yo, like there's no rules to this. Right. I've interviewed people from like all genres. You know, I interviewed a country guy. Interviewed rap. I've interviewed everybody, every single genre. Well, except for opera, but we won't we won't go there. <laughs> but anyways, the same the same message I get from everybody is that it's so easy now with social media and stuff that you can just Spit it out. Literally, everything's <laughs> at the tip of your fingertips. And it's all about staying consistent. Um, right now, we have Wavy Media 845. By the way, if anybody's watching this right now um, that doesn't follow me, Wavy Wild Boy, you can follow my media page, 845. I run a studio out here in the 845. It's in uh, Highland, New York. I uh, checked out um, All I Want Is You, man. That song was fire, bro. It's funny that um, Spartacus was just here last night, actually, and uh, we were just talking about that song, All I Want Is You, and how it's uh, it's timeless. So we right. Media 845. Um, right. That song is, is super timeless. Uh, I love making it. The, the funny thing is, a lot of people don't know this um, about the album Still Chasing Dreams. At that time when I was making that album, I realized that that's... That, that I was taking music super serious at that point. Right. The same token, I was taking music so serious that I forgot why I did it. Right. The reason why we all do it is because it's fun. You know what I'm saying? That's why we all eventually, like, that's why we originally started doing this. It's so much fun. Now, that song, All I Want Is You, it's so funny because so many females, my ex-girlfriends and stuff like that, they all ask me, what was that song about? <laughs> yeah, well, I, w- I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I know. Funny thing is, yo, that song was about the cleaning lady at my job. Yeah. I, I used to, like, that whole album is a whole bunch of jokes, you know what I'm saying, that, that people don't realize that I'm able to take real things in life and make a joke out of it. 
and make it into an actual hit record. Um, all I want is you. I used to just mess around and flirt with the cleaning lady at my job. I mean, and no, no, it was it was a serious flirt. It was just joking around. Flirt. She was like an older lady. Oh, oh, oh. Like, you, know, you know how you mess around with the older. And I used to sing to her all the time. So one day I'm sitting there, I played that beat from the Legion, and I was sitting there. All I want is you, baby. So tell, and then yo, and it, it just it stuck. It really stuck. And I went to the studio that night, recorded it. Um, Spartacus walked in the room right when I like right when I was just about to lay down the hook. Right. Um, he he walks in and he's like, "Woo, that's so fire!" Mind you, yeah. I had just met Spartacus like in person for the first time. I heard about him. Like I, I heard a lot of noise about him. And normally, most artists out here, when you hear a lot of noise about them, they're really big headed. And I don't normally want to work with those people because I, I'm a very humble person. Right off rip, I didn't mm. work with Spartacus, but I told him, I said, you know what, I'll give him a chance. I said, bro, come back to me in a week, and we'll come back here, and, and we'll flex this. If you got a verse for me in a week, we'll do this. I called that dude after a week, yo, and, and like, the song was just done that you, day. It, it was a rap, huh? History for me. Yeah, so I guess there's that fine line between cockiness and confidence, right? Definitely, definitely. He showed me the, he, he definitely showed me the difference. <laughs> So, how long have you been in the game for? Um, actually, in the, in the game, I'd have to say since 2015. How did it all start from the very beginning? How did you, like, get into it? Um, well, like, I've been writing music, honestly, since I was, like, probably, like, 12. Okay. Just, like, making little BS songs that probably would never, I don't ever want to hear again. Then, when I hit the Marine Corps, uh, what mm -hmm. we did was every Friday, we had, like, a kind of like a relaxed stress time. You know what I'm saying? We were out in deployment. You know, just, you know, bring right. it down. So we let people perform spoken words, poetry, whatever whatever you want to do. You want to sing a song. So I used to write my own music. So I'm performing all over the world. I'm using the military as my own tool. Oh, okay. So I did that, and it was just everywhere I went, I got the reaction that I wanted. So it was beautiful. It was a beautiful feeling that I knew right off of rip when I first got the Marine Corps, I wanted to be a police officer. But then I was like, nah, this is it for me. Music is definitely for me. Like, it's what I need to be doing. Yeah, so, like, how many collabs have you done? So, my collaborative um, process is, is kind of cool. Before I had my own studio, what I would do is I would book, like, 10-hour sessions with Drumline Studios, The Retreat, right. Big Bang, something like that. I would book, like, a 10-hour session. And artists that I want, that I know take their, their craft seriously, artists that I want to work with that bad, I would call and say, pull up. And we'll all be in the room. Instrumentals playing, you know, the engineers mm -hmm. doing this thing, we're all sitting around the room just writing. Whoever comes up with the most fire verse or whatever I want to hear, right? Fire sound, are you on this? At the end of the day, I, we're all independent artists, and I've been very independent. So if I want something, it's what I want, you know what I'm saying? It's, I don't really care too much what you want. Right, right. Now, besides yourself, of course, who's your goat? Go right now is the baby. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him. He's good. <laughs> Oh, wow. No shit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been really studying the baby, just the way he works, the way he, he manages the artist, you know, the way he, he manages himself, the way he upholds himself. Right. And it was something that really, like, kind of stuck to me. Then I started listening to the music really heavy. And the music was just, like, it, it, I felt it. I felt it on a different level. So, music that I'm doing, I can hear somebody famous. Right. So, I can embody that sound <clears throat> my own way and put my own 
twist them. Right now, mm. the baby, the baby style, and like my style kind of just like matches almost. Right. Like that is somebody I can look up to to figure out what I am doing and continue doing. So you said you're in New York, right? So talk about talk about uh, your upbringing, man. And by the way, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, originally, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, Crown Heights. Then uh, I ended up moving up here in middle school. Uh, went went through Walk Hill, uh, Walk Hill schools and stuff like that. Then I ended up as soon as I got out out of school, I moved to Virginia for a little bit. Wow, I was in Virginia for a while too. What part were you in? I was in Alexandria. Okay, I was in Richmond. Okay, yeah, not too far. Not too far at all. And uh, then I lived out there for a little bit. Um, then after that, I was like, all right, it's time to go. So I dipped out to the Marine Corps. Mm. Came back. Was married for a little bit. I had two kids. Um, if you have, if you hear the song "Message to Baby Mama," that's uh, out right now on YouTube. This music video and everything that kind of explains the situation I'm kind of going through with my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to, I like, like I told you, I like to take personal stuff that I'm going through, right. see people going through, and I put that in my music. I put that out for people that it really resonates with people because anybody can make a song popping bottles and I'm fucking bitches. Anybody can do that shit, man. But to put substance in your music, something that you can relate. Yeah, to. was was Tupac the originator of that, or was that before his time? Like, were people doing that back then? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Actually, that actually, no, 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 slaves. Listen. Yeah. Slaves were singing, you know, planning to, to make their escape. Mm -hmm. There's substance in that music at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was it was pretty dope. It's, it's always pretty dope when I can, you know, embody like a, a topic. You know, really, really capture that topic and, and keep it going. You know, I have a lot of New York friends and stuff, so that's why it kind of like it was good to connect with Naisha Chanel because I have a lot of rap friends. You know, my favorite rapper of all time is Fifty. I I prefer the rap game more than rock, and that's not for people like me. That's not common. Nah, is definitely the plug. Nah, is dope. She's a dope artist. Yeah. We might have something to work through, but the funny thing is, I guarantee you, I've been to more metal shows than you. Really? I don't know. I've been to. A, I, what's your What's your definition of metal? Before we continue on with this, uh, you know, we came as Romans. I set my friends on fire. Really. Alexandria. I saw them. I've been to I've been to so many shows, man. It's crazy. It's Shit. crazy. My, if you know who my best friend is, so then you would you would know why. I'm a big disturbed guy myself. Disturbed is cool. I've been I've been to Whitechapel as well. Has the quarantine kind of helped you musically? I mean, it's terrible what's going on with COVID, but has that kind of helped you musically? Honestly, I was quarantined before quarantine. Right. Um, I was out enough where people knew my face. My name, but I'm a homebody, and I was really focusing on building my studio. I did this throughout the entire quarantine. Mm -hmm. I'm still adding to it. We're planning on doing an expansion. So quarantine really, like, I guess it's kind of like for me, quarantine. I would describe quarantine as the military. You know why? The military is the same way. You can make you can make the best of it, or you can make the worst. Of it. Right. Waste your time in quarantine. Just sit in the house and just be bored and get fat and smell and all that other stuff. You can you, you can take initiative, build a gym, um, a new hobby, you know, start a business. You can do anything while on quarantine. I started a keto diet. Okay, that's what you're chomping on, bro. Uh, but no, so you got any, like, funny stories? Oh, so funny story. I have a dude. He probably, he'll probably join in, in in a few. Um, Rude, he's on the album as well. Um, it was Rude, and there was another artist that, uh, that came... What we did was, the 
first day I met, it was actually the first day I met that artist. Mm-hmm. Man, Rude. Uh, Rude, I've known forever. We decided, you know what? Fuck, we out. Drove to Tennessee 14 hours. Shit. My, my name was buzzing out there. My name was really buzzing. So I'm like, you know what? We, we out. Hop in the car. Take take the ride out. <laughs> yeah. Go there. And they had headliners for the show. The headliners end up coming up to us, taking pictures with us, asking for autographs, buying merch. And the show, where the headliners were on, there wasn't too many people. In the right. Crowd. Like, right. As soon as I got on stage, it was like, they, they started, they, they, they gave me a very warm welcome. I love Tennessee. That was a dope state to go. Didn't yeah. want to go back. Um, and we took them, we, we took a little tour. We took a little tour with that. Hey man, Music City, bro. First day we, us three artists meeting, we just hop in the car, just drive to Tennessee. We talked about Zuda, but how many, how much more do you got in the pipeline, man? <laughs> Woo. Um, well, I can do this. This is what I, this is what I can do to, to, to kind of give you a, 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 a roundabout how much music I'm, I'm sitting on. Oh, hey, for those that are listening to the audio, Wavy's showing me. What he's got, man. That's a lot of music. Yeah, that's just that's just one folder. Though. I still have my hard drive over there. So, what do you do for beats? I have I have a, I have a few different producers, and um, that we work we work uh, together very very good. They they've captured my sounds that I can I can very easily grasp and and make hit records. And then every now and then I'll be on like Beat Stars or some some online website where you can purchase your beats and stuff. Right. That's a big thing, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the auto-tune thing? I like to get people's thoughts on that. So, I'm not against auto-tune. Do I use it? There's times I do. Mm. A lot of the times, the thing is, a lot of people don't know about, um, <laughs> you know, you're a producer. I'm not a producer. I'm <laughs> an artist. You should say no, but I'm the GOAT. That's what you should have said. That's right. I am the GOAT, though. I am the GOAT. Way I look at it, yo. So there's limiters on on um, auto tune, and you have to know how to use those limiters. Mm-hmm. And if you can't use those limiters, then it will be too much auto tune. Humanizers. There's a whole bunch of different things that you're supposed to be using with auto tune, which a lot of people don't use, and they think that okay, I sound like T Pain, I win. Yeah, T Pain was. I grew up with T Pain, like his music, man. Like he was my guy. Oh, T Pain is definitely goaded. What was your thoughts on, like, Dre? Do you think he influenced the, the last generation, or do you think he's still influencing? Dre, I think, me personally, I still think Taylor Swift is influencing. Really? Yeah. At the end of the day, I, I can't say... A lot of people, when they hear me, they're going to refer to me rapping. So they're going to automatically say, Wavy sounds like the baby. But I can sit here right now <laughs> and play you a record I sound like Lil Baby. Yeah, okay. I can show you another record. Where I sound like Rob Wade. Show you another record where I sound exactly like Moose. Mm-hmm. The range is everywhere, and it's how you engineer your records. It's how you you, you present your, your your records. It's how you sing. It's how you project yourself. There's so much. What's your go-to beverage? Sheesh. That's a loaded question. <laughs> Damn, go-to beverage. What I'd have to say: Snapple apple. Snapple apple. Yeah. Okay. You a liquor guy? Yeah, I used to, I used to sip on, uh, you know, gin and tonic. I'm a big gin guy. I'm a big gin guy. I like uh, cognac. I like cognac. Henny, you know. Little <laughs> you know what I mean? Little something, something. You should try the, uh, have you tried the Incredible Hulk? You should try that. 
I have tried an Incredible Hulk. That's the Hennessy and Hypnotic. It is. Nice. You know your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to think about that. Yeah, a couple more friends. Dude, that's the classic. Bunch of bitches. I got you. That was the club uh, drink back in the day. Right now. Hey man, the floor the floor is yours, man. Um, this is the 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 name of the album is called the Goat. Um, so this is gonna be the main track on it. Might be you know released sometime real soon. Let's see, I play this one. I appreciate that, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow that up on the podcast, man. Yeah, so it's called the Go, and I can't wait. I cannot wait to release it. This whole album dropping April 24th. Everybody needs to make sure they tune in and get this album. Uh, pre-sales coming soon. We just putting all the final touches on the album right now. I gotta make sure I get my little verses from who I gotta get my verses from and whatnot. And we plugged in, man. It might be a deluxe, but nobody talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I love the, the, uh, the baby and how he is as an artist and everything like that. But even even like, you know, to sign under somebody, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not really even trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, jump off of like, oh, like, for instance, uh, Stunning for Vegas, he mainly got his, his career off the baby, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing bad about it. I'm not shitting on nobody that does it. Right. It's just not the way I want to enter into the game. You know what I'm saying? I want to enter the game as me, not me under, you know, Big Sean or you know, whoever else, you know, yeah. I want to as me, I want my name to be the big name that, that people are seeing, they, they, they want to know my face, they don't want to know, oh, where's Wavy and blah, 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 they want to know where Wavy is, and that's that, check it, there's going to be a lot of, um, some of these artists that's going to be on the next tape, you know, some people ain't even hear about them, you know, so nobody's even heard about them yet, um, I definitely got to get a verse from Loco Ninja too, by the way, now I'm seeing his name pop up. Yeah, what's your social media? My social media is Wavy Wild Boy and Wavy Media eight four five. Well, Wavy, I appreciate your time, man. I definitely appreciate. I definitely appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, man, and uh, keep in touch, all right? 
Yes, sir, definitely. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. All right, thank you for joining in, too, for uh, tuning in with us. Yo, I've been waiting for a while, boy. I'll let you All right, man. Later. That was awesome. I would like to thank Wavy Wild Boy for coming on the podcast today. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly, Instagram Sensibly Cynical Pod, and you can check out our Facebook group. Also, if you could please, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, I would be highly appreciative. Also, coming up soon is my catch up with Shiz Lansky. Of Off the Top Ropes podcast. This guy knows his wrestling inside and out, so I'm excited to catch up with him. We're going to talk about the history of pro wrestling, you know, dating back to the WWWF, Vince McMahon's daddy, and much more. And then hopefully I get to the latest episode of Mr. Cynic. Hopefully that gets brought back. But, you know, I've had so much on my plate the last really month so but I plan on bringing that back soon and I have a huge 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 guest lined up but I will announce their name as we get closer so thanks again for listening to this episode of the sensibly cynical podcast adios